Wait, what's Kristen and Alex mixed? Kralix. Oh, I've already yeah. thought about this. But that's like my that's my full name. Klex. Uh, that's cool. Klex. Klex. Hi everyone, we're Klex. <laughs> <laughs> we changed the name of the podcast. Klex sounds like the the name brand for like birth control. Oh, right. Klex. If you or a loved one has been <laughs> affected by Klex, you, you are, are entitled, entitled to compensation. compensation. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey guys. That's good. Hello. How are you? Happy, Happy Thursday. Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Ooh. I have a friend uh, back in the Bay. Oh my God. <laughs> There's so many stories about this person. Yeah. He, um, he celebrates Thirsty Thursday every <laughs> week. Every week. Every Thursday, you and guys. And I'll FaceTime him. Or I'll like think, oh, I haven't talked to his name's Chris. I haven't talked to Chris in a minute, and then I'll think, oh shit, it's Thursday. He's probably hammered. Yep. <laughs> and then like the sometimes we'll try to call and I'll pick up. I'll yeah. just be like, Alex, I don't want to talk. I'm hammered right now. Let me be hammered in peace. <laughs> yes. This is also this the is friend. This is also the who... man who has a Modelo tattoo on his stomach. So he has there the you Modelo go. <laughs> logo flat above the belly button, guys. Literally like, the size of a small notebook. Yes, a moleskin notebook. Right. <laughs> it's huge. But um, yeah, that's that's Chris. Hi, Chris. Does he even listen? Probably watch? not. Probably not. But yeah, so happy Thursday, Thursday. Happy Happy Thursday, Thursday. Um, we went live on tuesday night on our instagram if you don't follow us already you should it's at advice podcast and we went live and kind of chatted with you guys about this episode specifically because we wanted to kind of reiterate the responses we were asking for in monday's episode and you guys totally sent them in so thank you right but we also discussed um oh we discussed how i hadn't addressed my date yes and I realized I told you guys I would tell you about it in Monday's episode, but we just kind of got caught up with the mom, so we never did. But let me let me tell you about my date. Is there something? What is it? Oh, sorry. It was on your mic, but it's oh. your hair. It's all good. I need that. I don't have a lot of those. <laughs> um, okay. Where do I start? Okay. Ask me questions. You. We need to start. Uh, I can give you the timeline. Okay. We need to start the day of your date. Because you oh were, I've never God. seen you this nervous in my entire life. You guys, it it wasn't just like. It wasn't like butterfly he, he, nerves. Nervous. Like no. I was like. You had not good. Panic. Like I was, I was nervous, not because it was a new person. Like I love meeting new people. It wasn't that. And it was obviously nothing towards him. I didn't, I didn't even know anything about him at this point. Right. I was nervous that I was going on my first date. And it was romantic and yeah and like it was a romantic setup on the it, like a picnic on the beach on on the by the beach on at a park though but by the beach like it, it, being treated that way was so weird for me and i i was noticing kind of a, a trigger that i had and like i just i've never felt like i deserved to be uh what is it romanced like yeah. that um, I've never really been treated like that and being treated like that by someone who doesn't even know me, doesn't even owe me anything. I was like, I, 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 uh, I it hermited. So, yeah. It was so foreign to you. It was so foreign. Um, but I, I talked about it in therapy the following day and she was like, I, you know, I'm not going to go into my whole, all my issues right now, but she pretty much was like, I know why you feel that way. It's because X, Y, Z but you do deserve it 
and you need to realize that this is a normal thing that you should embrace and this is like what life is about and this is fun and, this and is like good. what a cool start if this does turn into anything right what a cool start to the relationship sure yeah just I'm, like it really sets off the tone for kind of how he is yeah at least that's like what he put forward you know like yeah he chose to put that part of him forward which is cool yeah i totally respect it but um i'll get into the whole date in a sec but something you'll kind of possibly pick up on is that i'm trying to not get too giddy about it and be like oh my god i did it up because that's another thing i'm kind of trying to work on is like to just to um not hold people to these like crazy standards, standards yeah. of like Oh my God, it was so perfect. And like, uh, sparks flew, da da da. Cause then you're kind of setting yourself up for this, like, you like want to, yeah, met. you want to feel like that every time you see them. And just like, there's going to be a day where you're past the honeymoon phase and you're like, wait, is this the relationship I wanted to get into? Right. I'm just trying to be very realistic about things and whatnot. So, I like I, I felt like even when I was telling you and Leanna and like all our friends about it, no, I was you've just been like, very quiet about it. You're usually like, I, I'm There's usually been, like, oh, my God, guys, and this coincidence and this coincidence. Oh, my God. Yep. Da, da, da. You were very, even like when you got home that night, you were just like, it was, it was nice. Yeah. And I was like, OK, what happened? I know. And we I had know. to like pull it out of you. And I still feel like like I even feel weird talking about it right now. I don't I think another thing. Trust me, I'm going to get into the story in just a sec. I'm sorry. Another reason I'm so like about talking about it, especially right now, is like I don't want to public relationship ever again obviously i love to share this with you guys especially on advice because like that's just kind of the dynamic we have with all of you is like we share these gooey little things with our guys but i also don't want to put too much out there because i will never have a pub public relationship again right so, bits and pieces bits and pieces anyway first date um if you didn't pick up on what i just said it's my first date it was my first date ever like I've obviously been on dates with boyfriends and stuff, but we've already been established. It's already been a thing. Um, and every guy I've been with up until this point, I've either like known them through other people. Like we never had to sit and just be like, hi, Learn about I'm so-and-so. Yeah. This was a blind date. So I get there and he had like a blanket laid out with like a Bluetooth speaker. And you had picked out, so he went to a pizza shop yeah. and they, he got like pizzas for both of you. Yeah. You had picked out a pizza. Yeah. We didn't even have each other's number until an hour before the date because my manager set us up on it. So she was the middleman. She sent up me the menu. Up until an hour before. Literally. She sent me the menu. was like, he wants you to pick a pizza from this. I was like, okay, tell him da, 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 this pizza. She sent it back to him. Like she was the middleman for all this. It was really cool. Shout out to Lindsay. Um, so yeah, I get there and I was just like, holy shit, like, thank you so much. And we sat down and we started talking, whatever. But as I'm like sitting down, I'm like digesting the fact that, okay, the date has started. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm still talking. Like there was no awkward silence, but in, I'm in my head, I'm like, okay, I need to calm down. I need to settle into this. And as I'm doing that, you guys, I look like I'm ground level. So like three feet eye level with me is a hummingbird just like sit like in the air, like buzzing in one spot, just like looking at me. <laughs> and hummingbirds are my grandma through and through. Uh, birds in general are a very uh, big symbol of people who've passed and whatnot. But hummingbirds mean a lot to my family and to my grandma. And just I knew it was grandma just being like shut up, sit down and have fun. Like you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. And, um, 
I just, I was able to kind of relax my shoulders a little bit and the date went really well. I mean, we, I felt like we kind of got to deeper topics really quick, which I love Yeah. when I talk to people, like I don't need the small talk. Like, sure. I, I care about what you do, where you're from. And we did touch those points, but not in the beginning. Like we kind of went Very right cool. into stuff and it just kind of flowed. It was, it was really nice. Um, a weird coincidence, as I just said, I'm not going to sit and romanticize the coincidences. Um, we were talking about our animals. Yeah. And this I was like, cool. I have a dog named Link. And he he was just like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, I know. It's like a weird name. And he's like, no, it's weird. I My childhood dog's name was Link. That's so crazy. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what are the odds? That's not a common not at all at all at least i've never met a link and i've had her for four years like i've never met a link um yeah i don't know there was there was a few little like coincidences whatever and um we we played a dice game farkle we always play it at home um really fun game look it up and play it it's it's such all you need is six dice like in a notepad and a piece of paper like a notepad and a pen um (laughs) we played that and as we're finishing the game we realized like it was dark. Like we finished the game. I won, by the way. <laughs> and we look up and we're like, holy shit, it's dark. And it was really cold and like foggy. So we kind of just ended the date there. Um, we said bye, like we hugged goodbye, whatever. And in my as I'm leaving, I was like, I definitely didn't want it to be over. But it was kind of that moment where it was like that awkward, uh, like are like where we can't continue this here so like where would we continue this right and like i don't i wouldn't have gone to, back to his house especially on the first day like i i i just wasn't right. that's not where my head went at all and then we were I, you were so far from our place right i was an hour away i wasn't going to like lug him back to you know the valley and i i don't know so we kind of ended it there and um we texted for like a few days after and then just this past weekend we spoke on Friday. Friday was the last time we spoke and all weekend we didn't, we, we didn't talk at all. And the last that we spoke on that Friday was we were playing cup pong, like the iPhone game, the game pigeon game. We're playing cup pong. And over the weekend I was like, damn, like he never played me back. Like, okay. okay, What's weird is you didn't say anything to us. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I thought you were about to spoil it. No. Um, yeah. You didn't right. say anything to us. I never was like, guys, he didn't respond. Like, I kind of just Which internalized it. Which you usually it. do. Yeah. I don't know why. I just internalized it. I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, who cares? It was Maybe it was just a first date for a first date. Like, who cares? I don't know. I'm just trying not to fucking overthink it. I don't know. So, But it's okay to be excited about it. I know. I'm just I'm trying to find the, the, happy, the happy medium. medium. I... I First step is acceptance, and I do accept (laughs) and understand that the way I'm handling it, I don't have to do it this way. It is safe to be happy and be giddy, but I'm just, I'm getting there. You're trying to play it. You're trying to play it really safe right now. Yes, I am. So, yeah, I didn't tell them. Like, I just in my head this over this past weekend, I was like, damn, they never played me back. So, was it Monday? Hold on, let me pull it up. Yeah. Yeah, so Monday night. He hits me and goes, girl, you better shoot the damn ball. <laughs> <laughs> and I open the text and I'm like, holy shit. You were the one I who didn't did it. Hit him back. I didn't play it back. So I'm looking this whole weekend like I'm, I was my pride was even too high to check the text 
to even see, you know, like if I would have just gone and tapped the text to confirm that he he didn't play. Right. I would have been like, oh, shit. And then I could have texted him Saturday or Sunday. But I just never even opened it because I was like, whatever. Um, He don't like me. It's fine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we continue the conversation. Great conversation, whatever. But that's it. There's the update, you guys. It was really good. You Dates are so fun. I would be very, not very sad. That sounds a little intense. I'd be bummed if we didn't. I yeah. like, I think we could totally hang again. It, it'd be really fun. Like great conversation. I definitely want to get to know him more. Um, yeah, it was, it was great though. Like you guys, from what I've seen, seem like you have like very matched energy. Yeah. So that's going to be, I, I want to see you guys together. Like I want to be involved I next time. I need you to see us together. Yeah. It's such a big point when your friends kind of meet the totally. guy or the girl you're, just you're talking to. <laughs> um, yeah, no, even when I sat down, like at the picnic, I was kind of like in my head, I'm like, we have the same vibe. Yeah. Like if someone you walks up. You guys even kind of look alike. Right? Well, he. <laughs> <laughs> is this weird to say? He kind of looks like my dad. Like no, my that's not my weird. biological dad. And I'm a spitting image of my dad. Yeah. So like we do kind of. Kind of look alike. It's just like. It's also like. Like I said. You guys have matched energy. So yeah. it's, it's that on top of that. Right. Like right. Style. Uh, yeah. I, his, we'll leave it there. I like his humor. And his music. And like those are the two things. That I'm like. That's such a big check mark for me. So. I mean, it looks good from here. Who knows? Like I said, I'm not over romanticizing anything, but there's your update for the day. And thanks for caring. Yeah. You guys were all you like, were all give us an update. Right. Even on my like individual socials, you guys were like, how's the date? Literally Wednesday night when I came home, <laughs> I was like looking at DMs and people were already like, oh my God, are you on your date? Was it so good? Stop. Like, that, made, that made me really oh happy. Oh my God. Yeah. It's a big, Thank that's you. a big side of support. Yeah. That's dope. Very weird. Um, Next on our list, you were this morning, you were about to tell me your dream. And then I said, no, 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 yeah. save it for the podcast because it looked like you were getting really excited for something. So what uh, was your dream? Okay. It, it's nothing crazy. But <laughs> yesterday we were watching Kylie Jenner's stories and she you, did a. Are we about to say what it was? Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> she, no, no, no. You're good. Um, She did a, she was filming a get ready with me with her sister. A drunk. A drunk get ready with me. And her stories, like she was hella drunk. And then she like (laughs) went to McDonald's after. I just, she was like showing her personality. Like she was just being goofy, drunk, like with her friends. And so you showed me that and I was like, dude, I feel like we'd get along with her. We would. Like we, like we would all either be able to like sit on the couch and watch shows and like be totally fine. Or we can have like a crazy ass drunk night. I feel, I feel like more so the drunk party side, we'd get along with her for sure. I, I can't really tell from what she puts out there that she'd be down to like sit on the couch and like really smoke oh, I a totally J and watch it. Marvel movies. I could see it. I would hope so. Well, okay. So I had a dream last night. that We were best friends with her <laughs> and we were hanging out at her house and store, I was like kind of watching Stormy while Kylie was <laughs> working. Stormy, Stormy baby. Storm. <laughs> so I was like hanging out with Storm while she, while Kylie was working, and then I was tech like it. You know how dreams just like cut to an right, scene? just random. Uh, Kylie was holding Stormy and just like talking to her, and I was texting you. And Kylie goes to Stormy, did you have fun with your aunt today? And I, oh, my God. I texted you and I was like, yo, Kristen, we're in. We're in. We're in. She, um, They just accepted me as aunt. 
Oh my god! So I'm Stormy's new aunt. Uh, I think you I said. First. I th- yeah, I think I said um, I'm Stormy's honorary aunt. So sorry, guys. <laughs> Cats out the bag. <laughs> You're here first. Hollywood fix. I'm Thank a new you. Jenner. Holy shit! So yeah, maybe they say when people are in your dreams, it's because they're thinking about you too. So maybe <gasps> she was thinking about you. Maybe she watches this podcast. <laughs> Hi, Kylie. What's hey, up? Kai. What's up? Um, yeah, that was it. I just thought it was funny that we literally had that conversation like an hour before we went to bed. I think that's probably why she was in your dream, though. Right. That just doesn't happen to me often. Oh, that's true. See, to me, oh, my God, that happens to me all the time. Mm-mm. I had a I had a really weird dream last night, too, but actually, I don't feel like saying it on here. Okay. okay that was useless information. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you wearing? And then song of the day, and let's get into this bad boy. Um, I'm wearing cargo pants. We're wearing jeans on a bed right now, yeah. both of us. I know. I was kind of just like, uh, you guys see me in sweats every day. Like, look, we look cute. Still in <laughs> a big t-shirt. Big t-shirt. <laughs> big um, what are these? Chino utility pants. Yeah. They're not chinos. They're, I would say like, uh, utility pants. Yeah. They're not cargo. Cause they're, they're like not. jean material, but they're, yeah, whatever. They're from urban. And then I'm wearing these socks. <laughs> Good old hand <laughs> socks. Our sock you game guys. has been so bad. My socks are Look at her socks. so long. Audio listeners, I'm just going to let you know her socks go, they go to, to the, the knee, bo- the bottom of the cap. I look like I'm next up to bat. <laughs> next up to bat. <laughs> you do. They literally go to the bottom of your kneecap. Right. And then Freaky. this is my dad's shirt. It's a Carson um, City Harley Davidson. Yeah. I think he got it when he went to Hot August Nights one year. Yeah. It says Bike Fest. Yeah. It's nice. Nice. I, I steal all my dad's big shirts. Lucky, as you know, shit. <laughs> you can have some of my dad's shirts. <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> I'm wearing uh, uh, uh. Why am I stuttering? <laughs> I'm wearing black fuzzy socks and then these big baggy jeans from Kiss the Rainbow. I think is the name of the brand. I might have made that up. And then. My tried and true, y'all see it every episode, I feel like. My <laughs> Skims tank. This is a white tank. I want to get one of those. Oh, there's so, look at it. If you're on visual, look at it. If you're on audio, just come over to visual and look at my shirt. So cute, right? And then, oh, yeah, that's it. Also, I got a new perfume. Oh, yeah, you, you guys. guys. I, I, I dropped money a on bag. something. On a damn near bag. On something that I've wanted for so long. And it's um, Lalabo Santal 33 the um uh what's it called perfume yeah it's like a body spray no it's it's is it perfume they have a body spray they have okay. like a body mist one but this one's like the actual perfume let me smell it it smells so good nice it smells like cedar wood it smells different on tobacco. you than it smells on me yeah are that you happens. yeah i don't know it smells really good nice it's good scent this is my new thing um song of the day what's up what's your song of the day okay my song of the day so um, I was going to do a song of the day, which is a song that I've had on repeat since I discovered it, but I wanted to wear the matching shirt that goes with it. So stay tuned for that because I, the shirt was dirty. So I was like, gotcha. I'll save the song for when I have the shirt. Smart. So my song of the day today is it's called this slash that by Sarah Jaffe, J A F F E. I hope I pronounced that right. Ha- Jaff. 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 Jaffe. Jaffe. There's so many different options. Jaffe. Who knows? Cool last name though. Sarah cool. Jaff. Right. Pretty. This that. This good. that. Word. 
Um, my song of the day is Time I Love to Waste by May A. I discovered this on the, what's that playlist? Was it Lorem? No. Lorem. Yeah. Lorem. Yeah. On Spotify and it just kind of popped up. Nice little vibe. Um, Also, if you have been on our socials in the past few days, we told you guys that we updated the playlist finally. Finally. It's been... Um, it's been three months two months since we we noticed that it hadn't been updated since we started visual it's been exactly two months we are We're so, so sorry, sorry. We it will ball. never happen again ever because now that it's up to date all we have to do is go One home song. and add two songs and i will add it when i get home tonight pinky swear guys yep it will never happen again i'm so so sorry <laughs> really i'm sorry but go check it out. It's on Apple Music and Spotify. It's Advice Podcast, our favorite songs. Great playlist. It's over six hours at this point. Yeah, it's hefty. So good luck. Listen Hope to the, all Hopefully that. there's something in there for you. I there think is. there is. There's, there's a little bit of everything. Literally every decade, every genre. Like there really is something for yeah. everybody in that playlist. So enjoy. All right, let's get into let's this. Let's do it. Do you want to go first? Um, yes. Oh, wait, I have four, so I'll go first. Okay, you go first. Uh, just a refresher, we had you guys sending in kind of general questions, stories, issues that you have with your your relationship with your your mom, specifically because we had the mom episode, obviously. Um, we do understand this is a very tender topic for a lot of people, including myself. Right before we started recording this, just now, I was like, Alex, I don't know if I can like do this right now. It triggers a lot of in me. I'm sure it triggers a lot of stuff in you guys. So just want to preface kind of a trigger warning there. If you're not wanting to listen to it, totally click off now. Um, but if if you are going to stay for it, I'm here with you. We're here with you. Um, I can already I don't. I haven't even read. All, I haven't read Alex's passages yet, obviously. Um, but I just want to say, like, usually I try to give really, really good advice on things and like magic words. I'm not really going to have yeah, that for any of we this. We just don't have that for this episode. I don't have it. If I had it, I'd be at a different spot in my life, to be completely honest with you. But I'm here to listen. We're here to listen, understand, and make you not feel alone. Right. So we will try our best. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to start with this one. Hi, girlies. This Hi. is Riley. You don't have to keep this anonymous. I have no idea if this has anything to do with your podcast on money, money, <laughs> Monday, because I can't yet find the strength to listen. This will make sense later. But I know how much you two honor signs from the universe and synchronicities between your lives and others. And I knew I needed to tell you this story. My mom and I were best friends, not your typical. My mom and I are best friends. LMAO. I mean, we were actual best friends. This Monday, she unfortunately passed away after a long and courageous battle with cancer. Monday morning, I was driving to Philly for clinicals and went to put on your podcast, confused why it hadn't uploaded yet. When I finished clinicals, my dad called me and let me know that she had passed. I spent the next few hours just being with family and feeling each other's pain. I didn't look at my phone at all during that time. When I finally picked my phone back up after almost the entire day, a notification popped up on my phone from advice. Meet our moms, it said. Wow. I meant... I mean, it was the second I picked up my phone that I was that it was posted. I couldn't believe it. I know the timing wasn't a coincidence and that my mom used you two and your moms to let me know she was OK. The last day I remember her being able to talk, she said to me, I'm not sure how God or heaven or the universe works, but I'm going to send you a sign when it happens. I'm going to let you know I'm safe. 
This was her way of saying, I'm okay, I'm with you, I'm watching over you. My best friend and I always joke that we are your alter alter egos. She's Alex, I'm Kristen, because we see so much of ourselves in our friendship in you two. It's really fucking cool that my mom used you in this way. Thanks for doing what you do. I love you guys. Oh my god. Holy shit. Dude, I'm so sorry. Holy shit, the fact that you got the notification right after too. Whoa. Oh my god, sorry, I have no words right now. I'm really, really sorry for your loss though. I couldn't imagine. Um but you're very strong that you even wrote in. Yeah. Um whenever sorry. you're ready, listen to the episode or don't listen to it at all. Like I totally you know, don't feel like you have to. Um but that's I feel like honored that your mom. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I, I'm I'm thankful that you even see it as um a coincidence or a synchronicity right. or however you want to put it because when you hit that mark i, I kind of had guilt for a sec yeah i was like oh god ah, right ah. i i am oh a loss of words but i Holy don't know shit that sent me wow i hope it it puts some kind of comfort with you as it did us i mean yep. me reading it it kind of g- gave me comfort so yeah um at this time i mean I, again I, we'll we can't fully understand your position but uh leaning into friends and family and I mean this is a point we kind of hit in the episode where in Monday's episode we actually said we had somebody ask like what do you do if you don't have a mom figure and friends can be your family just as much as your blood Mm -hmm. maybe more lean into that lean into that lean into your Alex Um, if if y'all actually are anything like this you're gonna get each other through it I pinky swear so holy shit I love you so much wow Okay, next one. I'm not a very vulnerable person, so this is this kind of scares me to say. My mom has always been working throughout me growing up and even now. I know she's very hardworking and I appreciate that, but sometimes I wonder what it's like to have a mom who's present. Physically, she's around, just not a lot. Again, she's always working. But I have never been able to rely on her for any advice, mental slash emotional support. To be quite honest, I consider my sister more my mom, but she's only four years older, so I know she's in the same boat as me. Sorry this was long, but guess what I'm trying to ask is, how do I create a relationship with my mom to where even if she's busy, I can still rely on her? So this one jumped out to me because you were talking about how you consider your sister more of your mom and you're four years apart. That's exactly. That's kind of the position uh, Monica and I are in. Uh, there's there was times growing up my mom worked a lot growing up as well she wasn't necessarily around as much either and um monica was mom and i feel like it kind of we like we didn't get along growing up that much because i think we kind of had a little resentment for each other being like just because we knew to our core that this situation wasn't normal i put that in air quotes normal yeah um it brought us closer though so i hope you and your sister kind of see that side of things as you get older I'm sure you will at least try to embrace it I think there's something so beautiful about my relationship with my sister because she's also raised me on top of just being my sister that's like give me my shirt back like that type of shit um I'd say biggest key to trying to fix this with your mom is just communicating it and just being like hey I love you and I like I know you're really busy but like can we watch a movie once a week yeah can we or in the morning like go in her bathroom and get ready with her as you get ready for your day little things like that 
I know she would probably appreciate. And it, just sh- and it kind of it. shows her too that she needs to slow down right. and kind of reel it in. I communication's everything. That goes for if you're trying to change any dynamic with any relationship in your life, you just got to tell them. Put it on That's the table. Step one. Just got to put on the, put on the table and go from there. Next one. Hi loves, such a big fan of the podcast. You guys are doing an amazing job. I wanted to get some advice on my relationship with my mom. I'm not going to apologize for this being long, lol, but just a heads up. My name is Delaney and you don't have to keep this anonymous. My family my family's story right now is kind of like a movie. So long story short, my mom had an affair with the next door neighbor. I am currently a freshman in college and I found out this was happening my sophomore year of high school. I don't know how long it was going on before I found out my older sister knew a couple of months before me. My younger two sisters found out about six months ago, and we finally had the guts to tell my dad what was going on in October. Since then, my mom has been ignoring the fact that anything had happened and acts like everything is fine. Fortunately, my dad is finally starting the process of getting a divorce because of, for our family, it is the best option. Because of all of this and because I have known for so long my mental health and relationship with my mom has not been great. We still have a good relationship on some days and it's definitely better because I'm at college and not living at home, but I still hold so much anger inside against her. I blame her for my anxiety because it all started getting worse when I found out what was going on. I blame her for ruining our family and what she has put us all through. But at the end of the day, things are getting better and I just want to move on. How do I cope with my feelings on the situation and better the relationship with my mom after what she did? I want to make things better between us, but I don't know where to start. Any advice? I I, I think the best thing right now is that you do want to mend the relationship and you do ex- kind of accept what she did and want to move forward. And that's obviously the best first step. Um, I think... Another thing to realize is that, like we kind of touched on on Monday, is we are all human and kind of thinking of that and having that help you with your forgiving of your mother Mm -hmm. could be um, a big step towards your guys' mending the relationship. Yep. Everything, you're going to hate me for saying this, but everything does happen for a reason. I I hope your dad finds freedom in the the rest of his journey, like right. being a single father for a little bit or whatever you know whatever, whatever his journey being, is. I I think there will I know there will be a light and a reason why the split happened, the way it happened. I get it that the anger you have towards your mom, but like Alex said, just kind of forgiving and letting go will help kind of relax your shoulders and make you just think a little more gently towards the situation. Maybe allowing yourself to have more time. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to rush into fixing this. If yeah. it takes time that you need to be silent with your mom, that's okay. And it definitely isn't something that. that you feel like that you should feel like you have to get over in a day. Oh my God. Take no the way. time you need to heal. Right. You're still processing it. And I think you will for a while and, I sounds corny, but if you're not in therapy, definitely even start therapy. Like this is the type of stuff that you do want to heal. Um, what's the word? Like correctly. Yeah. You want to heal uh, healthy, gently, gently, healthily, like he- the best way possible. There you go. Oh my God. I cannot <laughs> fucking get the word um, so that you don't have any ongoing resentment that will 
come through your personal relationships or any like trust issues that you'll have in your personal relationships. You don't want any of that and don't feel like you need to take any of that on. I feel like that's a big thing. Uh, As children, we feel like we have to take on or not we have to, but we kind of naturally take on the the stress and, you know, the negativity that our parents might be going through in their personal human lives just because we are part of them doesn't mean we have to take on their traumas and their issues. Right. We can, we're still separate people than them, regardless of the blood. So remember that and just try to look at the situation level. Try to um, simmer down your anger. Take the time you need. And I think you'll look at the situation way differently, which will be good. Okay, next one. Hi, ladies. First of all, absolutely love you guys and the pod. It really does feel like y'all are the big sisters I never had. I have a mom question, which is mostly for Kristen. I know you've mentioned your childhood trauma before and how you're currently in therapy. Has your mom ever expressed a lack of understanding about how you could have this problem or expressed feeling like she failed you somehow? I personally struggle with a mental illness, and it's really difficult for my mom to understand because she feels like I, quote, had a good childhood, end quote, and have always been provided for. Again, thank you guys so much for what you do. Love you lots. So um, direct answer, my mom has never expressed a lack of understanding, which I'm grateful for. She's kind of, um, I remember when I first told her I was starting therapy, she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I have a lot to process. And my mom's always just kind of been like, okay, whatever you need to do, like whatever you need to do to be your own human, do it. She doesn't care to try and control or understand I don't and it's not that she doesn't care like she's like oh fuck you she just like she doesn't care that you're on your own journey yeah you're figuring it out on your own right so I'm grateful for that because I couldn't imagine having her be an external force that was like what are you doing why are you in therapy she's definitely not like like, (laughs) negative about the situation no which is nice um but the 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 quote you said had a good childhood because she feels like you quote had a good childhood that sparked something in me because that's definitely a conversation my mom has said like she's she's always acknowledged the fact like you had a roof over your head this that the other thing and I I hate to split things up into like uh, generation stuff but I do feel like this is a big split in our parents generation yeah. versus us to them that was the quote American dream roof over your head and a family it, that was food all you on the needed table. food on the table you were good you were living lavish our generation and generations below us um we're we're so we're way emotional more forward. yeah we're way more in tune with our our mental state and our yes. emotions and it's so foreign to our parents yeah the generations older than us that it's right. like it wasn't a um priority in the household yes and I think explaining that to your mom will do a lot if if she is pushing back. Like there there's been situations that I bring up to my mom and she's like, what? That's not a big deal. And I'm like, well, it actually did this to me long term and this and this and this. Like they're learning, too. Mm -hmm. So if that means you have to explain even even if it gets uncomfortable, if you have to explain the traumas you have behind specific things of your childhood, I think it's part of the healing process for you and I don't think it would hurt to talk about it with your parents too or your mom too. So yeah, I think just getting vulnerable with your mom, um, I would hope that her heart couldn't be too mean about that, you know? And it, if she still doesn't 
understand and accept that you're actually expressing your struggle with your mental illness and, and such, maybe she's not part of your healing process and that's okay. It like the people who hurt us aren't usually aren't even part of the healing process itself. Right. They're, they hurt us and that was their place in it. Healing happens within. So don't feel like you have to get this validation to move forward with your like your um mental health right you know yeah that's all. very well said thank you okay next one hello you fine ass women hi here's my mama story i grew up the eldest child of two to a single mother my mother being a single parent relied on me as a kid to care for my younger brother while she was at work trying to support us from the moment he was born i was her sidekick my brother's other mother. At 11 years old, I was staying at home, watching, feeding, and caring for my little brother during my summer break days. I was told to stay put all day, feed my brother, and to never open the door to our house if someone knocked. This would continue on into my college years. Now I'm nearly 25, and I've come to realize that I hold a lot of resentment toward my mother and my brother, unfortunately. I hold resentment because while my brother got to live out his childhood, I had to let mine go to raise him when my mother was away at work. A lot of the household duties fell on me as a child whilst caring for my brother, and this went on into my early 20s. At 11 years old, if my mom were to come home from work to a messy house, dishes, dishes unwashed, laundry for the family not washed, folded, and put away, I would be to blame. At first, it was acceptable, in air quotes, that the bulk of the duties fell on me because my brother was a baby, eight years younger than me. When I was watching him at 11 years old, he was only three. Though over the years, we both grew and aged as humans do, but the blame for undone chores still, chores still fell on me. My brother, now at a very capable age of 13 to 15 years old, still had no responsibilities in the house. He was not expected to wash dishes, help with the cleaning, or wash clothes. All the duties still fell on me as a now early 20-year-old who's still caring for her 13 to 15-year-old brother. If things were not done to my mother's liking, I would be recipient of the verbal abuse for the day. As an adult, I am now becoming aware of the traumas because caused by the way I was raised. It's unfortunate because when I talk to when I try to talk to my mom about the things she did, how they made me feel and how they have affected me, she didn't she doesn't she does not want to hear it. She immediately gets defensive and starts saying, "Okay, so I'm a bad mom then." in an attempt to make me feel guilty for reflecting on her parenting. Not going to lie, I was a bit triggered when Kristen's mom said, I swear I didn't do anything, guys, in defense when it came to Kristen's childhood trauma and her going to therapy. It reminded me of my mom exactly. One thing my mom said recently during a conversation about parenting is, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing when they become a parent. And I believe Alex's mom said the same exact thing, too. As I continued to grow and continue to reflect on my life, I have began to realize that my mother, who I used to believe knew everything in life, is just another person, a person just like me. She is going through life not knowing what the fuck is what, just like everybody else in the world. Nevertheless, I love the fuck out of my mom. Granted, I am traumatized, but not only did I gain trauma, I gained so much more. She showed me what it is to be a dedicated, self-sufficient, hardworking, selfless, humble, strong-as-fuck woman. My mother is a good mother. My mother made mistakes. My mother is human. I love my mom. If you took the time to read this novel, I just want to say thank you. 
If this is read on the pod, I hope other listeners are able to relate. I love you all. You kept you have kept me company whilst living in a new city away from friends and family. Your conversations and dy- dynamic give me life and remind me of my BFF and I. Continue being dope as fuck. Also, I don't need to be a non. And this is Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Sarah. Um, uh, I picked this one because <laughs> you had specifically called out that you just hope people relate. And I think that's kind of why we started this podcast mm-hmm. is because we want to show people that other people are other, going yeah it. other people are going through the same things that we all go through yep. and we are all human mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm like at a loss for words i mean that whole passage was me was literally that was the perspective of my sister mm-hmm. that was my life and my sister's perspective written in a pretty little dm um but like you said parents are just humans and they're they're figuring figuring it out out. and they have their own demons if you will we all do and that's been such like I, I I praise you for accepting and understanding that and noting that because I think that's such a key to like family trauma because like I said in the last one like you stop trying to look for into that person for your healing yeah like our parents did do these you know, these fucked up things that they can't take back, but we can take back the control of how Your it affects healing. us. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, uh, relating to what you said so much, I could go on and on. I feel like I could have my own conversation with you about this, but general advice here, something that really helps me with the things that I feel like I lacked in my childhood kind of what you're saying, you, your childhood was robbed a little bit from being parent so quick is a lot of inner child exercises as an adult now. And a lot of the times you're hurting or, you know, even in your writing of that passage, I'm sure there were parts of your mind and your body that kind of tensed. In those moments, really try to, even if it's you closing your eyes, however you want to channel it, try to channel and envision you as a child and hug that child. That's who's hurting when you're writing these words, when you're reading these words. That's who's hurting right now, me sitting on this bed, hearing all of your guys' passages. I'm sitting here as Alex reads and I'm like hugging little Kristen with all my fucking might because that's who's getting triggered right now. That's who's sad. And that's who needs to heal. And the only person who can heal that is big Kristen or big Sarah, you know, like you are in control of your healing and just forgive you have to forgive. And the beauty of forgiving and healing is also breaking generational trauma. So next step to all of this in my path and your path and all of our paths is that we're not going to do it to our kids. And we've, we've learned from it and we're badass women from it. And yeah, that's it. Fuck. <laughs> you got Very this. well said. <sighs> wow. I hear you though. And I think a lot of other people relate to you. Um, actually that was my last one. So, okay. Okay. I'm going to finish this off. Cool. Okay. Hey guys, just wanted to start off by saying, I love y'all so much. I've been watching Kristen for years now and you have, you really have become like my comfort YouTuber to watch who always makes me feel better. And this podcast always makes me feel better. Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, I just wanted to reach out because I have a semi good relationship with my mom, but it's not really what I want it to be. I feel like I'm close to her, but I also feel like I don't know her at all. She doesn't really show affection at all, like hugging or anything, and can't 
and I can't even remember the last time she said she loves me. And I'm too scared to hug her or say I love you because of how awkward it is. She isn't like mean or anything. She's just never been the type to show love or emotion or anything. I feel like I just don't know her. Like she doesn't open up or talk about anything. Whenever we hang out, it's just casual conversation. It's like that with all of my family, to be honest. It makes me so sad. It makes me feel like I don't even know my own mom and there's not really a relationship there. I've tried to talk to her about this and I tried to like talk to her to see if she will emotionally open up, but she never does and nothing ever changes and I hate it and I don't know what to do. It makes me feel so lonely and not loved because of the lack of affection in my house and I already deal with severe anxiety disorder and depression. So the lack of showing love and emotions in my house just makes my brain spiral out even more. If that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. It sucks because I'm the, I'm the only one in my house who feels and thinks this way. I've brought this up with my therapist too, and she told me to try and talk to my mom and everyone, and I already have, but nothing really changes. I feel so stuck. Like, I just want to feel loved, I guess. Anyway, you don't have to keep this anonymous. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being you. This is Sarah, which I thought was funny because well, the I last just had passage a Sarah. was Sarah. Okay. I actually do have something to say about What's this. What's up? My um, I think it's worth because this sounds like some like this is um, something that's like kind of pent up inside you and you've expressed that you've tried to talk about it before with your mom. I think you should just start hugging her. I think you should just go up to her and give her a hug and say I love you and try and make this might sound like weird and awkward and I know it might feel awkward at first, but try and make a routine out of it. And try and do it every day or as ha- however often you see her. Because I promise if you go like even a week doing it and then you don't do it, it would feel weird not doing it. Right. And I think it would just become something that your mom would expect. And it might open up, break down her walls and yes. open her up to being more vulnerable with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know something, I mean, between me and my family, we all hug each other and say I love you before saying goodbye or hanging up the phone and if I go if I like accidentally hang up the phone without saying I love you I have to call my mom back and say it because it feel it now feels weird not to and it feels like I'm missing out on something so if you kind of like work that try it might feel forced at first but I think later on it won't um try and work that into your guys's relationship just just try and start to hug her and say I love you even like when you're laying on the couch, like, like poker with your toe and just be like, Heh. like, you know, just like little funny, uh, physical yeah. walls will be broken down. It, it might sound goofy, but I really think the two things we're saying could work. It'll, I think it'll like loosen you guys up right. for being more vulnerable with each other emotionally and physically. Yeah. I, I also relate to what you're saying. I feel like this was kind of my relationship with my mom, like maybe like in high school um now we'll hug when we see each other we'll say I love you but it wasn't always like this especially growing up like nobody even with my sister like my sister and I didn't start saying I love you probably the past two years we just started saying I love you and like hugging maybe um something I did that I can now I didn't do it on purpose to get this outcome but I'm realizing it kind of in hindsight it's what made us break our walls down was I would have conversations with my mom and ask her questions like we were friends. Yeah. I'd be like, what was your first kiss like? You know, what, what was your relationship with your best friend? Like, 
or don't even go that deep. Just be like, what was your favorite concert you went to growing up? Little things like that will, it'll make her excited to get nostalgic. Right. Everybody loves nostalgia. Everybody does. That's like a brain thing. Like we all feel scientific at that point. Right. It's comfortable to be nostalgic. Um, Little things like that, I think will also break down the wall. Um, I don't know what her walls are, but maybe it's something where she feels like she needs to be like macho mom all the time and be, you know, um, I don't want to say like the power house necessarily, but like strong, strong, uh, respected, you know, I don't, I don't know. Again, I don't know your mom, but I think it makes any two humans comfortable when you start laughing and relating on small little memories. Right. That could, that could be a really good start. But yeah, I, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This is a lot heavier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I hope it just shows you that, uh, we're all going through things that other people are going through and we can all relate to each other in some way. Absolutely. And this, this episode, we like full transparency. We didn't get as many, um, responses from you guys. Usually when we're going through passages for Thursday's episode, we're sitting there for over an hour reading, reading, reading this one. To be honest with you, there was probably like 40 tops. Yeah. Which is not a lot. And at first we were kind of like, damn, like, did we do something wrong? It's, we get it's a it. hard topic to talk about. And we yes. get not wanting to share. And now we know that. And sorry to anybody if you guys think we might have overstepped something. Actually, sorry. But I'm also really happy for those of you who came forward and sent what we just read and the other ones we read. Because you guys made... I mean, I'll speak for myself. You made me feel really, really heard and really, really comfortable and really known. I know I cried, but those were good tears. Like I, I feel relief in relating to you guys. It, it makes me so happy to even call this part of my job. Like I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but just thank you to those of you who sent things in. I hope this helped to the silence people who didn't send anything in, but are still listening to get something out of it. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much. We have a uh, big like kind of banking episode day this weekend. We have a lot of fun episodes coming up. So I know this is really heavy. We're going to get light again. We're going to get light again. <laughs> I feel like we're going to just go up and that's just it's kind of roller what we coaster. Do. Yeah. Like I, we did like the drunk episode then we got serious for a little bit. Like we'll go up, up and down, but fun stuff coming soon. Um, as always, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to rate this episode at this podcast five stars. Leave us a review. If you're on visual, hi, I can hi. see you. You can see me. Make sure you subscribe. Welcome. Turn on notifications. Comment shit Com- yeah. in the comments box. Just comment shit. Literally <laughs> the word shit. That's all we want. Just how many times can we see shit? Also, um, give this video a thumbs up. I feel like we never say that and I always forget that how good that is for the algorithm is to it? be completely honest with you guys yes so giving this video a thumbs, thumbs up really up. really helps us pushes the video where it needs to go to people like you so we could just build our audience even bigger thank you guys so much get ready for monday get ready for the next couple of weeks and i love you we love we you. love you so much and we're so thankful go give your inner child a big fat hug from us as well we love you guys so much we'll see you monday peace bye, bye.